Welcome to the Imperfectly Impactful Podcast. My name is Catherine, and I am a proud, high-achieving woman overcoming the relentless pursuit of perfection and weight of people-pleasing. Come with me as we discover how embracing your imperfections can lead to immense growth and enable you to make a difference in your life and the lives of others. From candid conversations to empowering stories, I will guide you to unleash your full potential and craft your unique path to impact. Join me every week as we celebrate imperfection, cultivate self-acceptance, and prove that even the most imperfect journeys can lead to the most impactful destinations. So let's get started. Hello, I hope you're doing well. Uh, Welcome to another solo episode with myself. I am so excited for this one because I am diving into everything, all the wonderful takeaways basically that I got from Girlfriends in Business and my VIP day with my business coach this past week. So very fresh on my mind, a lot of diving in deep to strategy, but then also diving deep into myself and learning a lot. Now I get to really integrate and take it in. I do get to go home this weekend. So I've been traveling nonstop for the past week between being at Scottsdale, San Diego, back down here and ready just to really integrate it and dive deeper into myself for a couple of days and like, let it sit and see. So excited to share that with you guys. But before I do, I want to also remind you all of the giveaway I am doing. So you hear me talk about Powerhouse Women all the time because that was the event in August of 2023 that really was life-changing for me and the catalyst to get me to the point that I'm at now sitting here on this podcast. And I'm so excited to be sharing that with you all because I have one general admission ticket available. There are a few steps you have to take. So it is in the show notes, but just a reminder, if you go follow myself, so cat.roten, and then go follow the podcast imperfectly.impactful on Instagram, leave a review on your podcast listening platform. So Spotify, Apple, and then on Instagram, when you find our page, please make sure you share the post that's on there. Because when you share it and you do all three of those things, you get an entry to win the ticket. And if you want a second entry, you can go down below and click the link and it will give you the steps on how to get that second entry. So a little different. You do have two opportunities. So it's up to you whether you want to do one, the other, both. By all means, 100% worth it, I promise. All right. Now let's dive into the good stuff. Girlfriends in Business, it was hosted by Lori Harder. Uh, she is the Earn Your Happy podcast. And It was an amazing opportunity for me to be in a room of 75 other women, plus the six, seven amazing speakers. A few of her friends came, Lindsay Schwartz came from Powerhouse Women. And it was amazing to just be around these women that are supporting one another, collaborating with one another. There's no competition. There's no comparison. And like maybe deep down, there's a little bit of that, but you don't see that. You don't feel that. It's a room that we're all there to learn, grow together. And I love that Lori is able to bring these women together and create a safe space for all of us to be in. I'm excited to share with you. There's three key parts that I want to share with you all that I took away from this past Saturday. And two of them really come from the event itself. And then the other one came from the event as well as what I deep dived with my business coach. So it was Jessica. Shout out to Jessica. Um, but what I deep dived into there as well. So the first thing I want to talk about, it was from Brittany Drixel, which I fell in love with her. I'd never heard her speak before, aside from on podcasts with Lori and Lindsay. She is actually based out of Nashville, which love as well, because that's where we currently live. 
but she also is the founder of Squeeze. And if you haven't heard of Squeeze, it's a massage therapy. They're slowly but surely growing. And it's very different than any other like massage therapist or massage Envy or any of those other franchises. Really cool concept. Look it up. Highly recommend. But anyways, Brittany got up there and her whole talk was discussing how to build a love brand. And quickly to explain what a love brand is. A love brand is when you don't just have loyalty, but there's a deep rooted connection where your clients, your customers keep coming back, but they're not just loyal to you. There's a deeper connection they have to you and your brand. Because I'm in such the beginning stages of my business, of this podcast even, I was able to really take in a lot from the entire day of Girlfriends in Business. But in particular, this really was setting the foundations. What are those things that you need to create that love brand? And anyone can do this. Whether you currently have your brand, you are building your brand, or you don't even know what it is, you can apply all the foundational pieces. But what I love is I haven't even really created that those pillars and the foundations of what I'm doing quite yet. And that's the exciting part is I was able to learn and take in all of this and be like, oh my gosh, I can apply this and I can start doing this. And this is how I'm going to do things. So no matter where you are at in your business or in your in a business as a leader, take this and take the pieces that you can start tweaking or start implementing into what you're doing. But the most important thing, and she hit on this to a T, almost everyone talked about it, but she hit this to the core, was about the being customer-centric and what we do. What she recommended, and we briefly got to touch on it as like a practice, but not really sit in depth. And I'm excited to be able to really sit back and reflect on this and how I want to come across. But her whole concept was that we need to sit back and look at how we're communicating to our client, to our customer from start to finish. So from A, when they are introduced to you, to Z, when they've purchased and done everything in between. And it's also the constant communication we're having. How are we seamlessly communicating? How are you capturing emails and through the opt-ins and then continuously communicating to them and trying to provide them more value? How are you connecting up to them on a deeper level through all of this too? Not just standard salesy communication. And then the other piece of this is when you are communicating to your customers, it makes sure it's aligned to your values. What are your values? What is the business values and what are your personal values? And how can you speak about this and bring that into what you do? Because that's also how you create connection with your customer. And that's how you create emotional connection. What are those emotions you're trying to evoke from your customer, from your client. And I love that this hits on any industry. It is product-based, it is service-based, it is digital-based, whatever it is that you are doing. It's all about your customer, your client. It's all about expressing and sharing your values and creating those emotions in them, in the people that you are wanting to bring into your business and bring into your... I'll tie this actually in a little bit to my business strategy session that I did on my VIP day. I was able to dump basically everything I feel about the business that I'm wanting to start and that I'm building, I'm soft launching. And I dumped everything out, how I feel about the business, the negatives, the positives, all the in-between. And by dumping it, Jessica was able to then pull 
out the keywords that are my values that align with me perfectly personally, but also align with the business and what I'm wanting to do and how to make a difference. And now I know exactly how to word and express those things to you and to you to make sure that's what you want and you need. And I'm excited because I'm going to dive into values next week. So be on the lookout for that episode because I know I promise you're not going to want to miss that. But I struggled, and I don't know if you've ever, I struggle really putting a name or a word to emotions. I can explain like what I want people to feel like. I want you to feel you're in community. And I want to feel like that you can be like honest and trustworthy with me. But what are those key words? So we started pulling out like community. It's inclusive, inclusivity. Sorry, I can't pronounce those words. But I want to create a community base where you feel safe. So safe, that's another emotion I want you to feel and supported. So I hope you can kind of take those things. I know there's also emotional wheels out there. Maybe look at one of those, look at a list of emotions and see what are you trying to evoke in your client or in your customer? Because I promise when you start doing that, when you figure out your values, when you figure out your emotions that you're trying to evoke in your client or customer, it makes it so much easier to start talking to them, whether that's in digital marketing, verbally, pictures, you just all of a sudden have a way to do it. So building a love brand, that is the first thing, being customer-centric, building more than loyalty, building that deep, deep deep-rooted connection with your customer, with your client. And what I love most importantly out of the whole conversation is she continuously reminded us, and I quote, if I want to build a love brand, I must first love myself. Sit back and soak that in. If I want to build a love brand... I must first love myself. Now that is so important. That is where when you start loving yourself, you can start receiving more and you can start bringing in people and you know at your core, what are your values? What do you care about? What is your why? Why are you doing it for you? So remember that the love brand is more, it's deeper. The second takeaway I had from Girlfriends in Business, and I love this quote. So this is a Steve Jobs quote that was tweaked by the speaker, but also was like tweaked by somebody that apparently spoke at the previous Girlfriends in Business. And it is A players want to work for A leaders. So A players want to work for A leaders. And for myself personally, I am not building a team right now. I don't need a team. I'm part of a team in my full-time job, but I'm not building a team. I don't oversee a team, but I will eventually. I'll eventually have potentially a few people underneath me. So for me, this was a kind of take and put in my back pocket. So if you need to take it, put it in your back pocket. Maybe you can actually take and implement this now. But think about some of these things. And I love the analogy she used was of an airplane. And you have your cockpit at the front. And that is your CEO, you yourself as the founder, the CEO, and your leaders. Your direction, you know what you're doing, you're making all the decisions. And then next you have the wings and the engines, and that's your sales and marketing. Whether that's you, your team, whoever the individuals are that are going out there and promoting and selling and providing information, sharing those values, trying to evoke emotions, that is your next layer. Everybody else you hire on is baggage. Everyone else is considered baggage. So when you're carrying baggage, make sure if you hire on someone that is not a CEO or leader, that is not part of the sales and marketing team, when you hire someone on, 
they need to be helping you or your leaders or a sales and marketing team take something off their plate so they can spend more time on sales and marketing and leading. If you hire them on for anything else, if they're not benefiting the sales and marketing side, if they're not benefiting as a leader, then they're considered baggage. And that's very straightforward and blunt almost in some ways and kind of makes you start second guessing who you've ever hired and why you've hired them for. But just remember that it's a very good way to remind yourself how important it is to sell yourself and market yourself and your business. So, so important. If they are not pertinent to your business now, they won't be down the road. The other piece of this, if you are at the beginning stages, such as myself, and you're not hiring a team yet, you have to have systems in place. You have to create processes and procedures, SOPs, you don't know, standard operating procedures. You can record yourself. There's so many different ways that you can record yourself when you're working on something. You can write it out if that's easier for you, step-by-step what you need to do. I know people who have recorded themselves, they have a virtual assistant, and then they'll have them break it down and section it out to where it's easier to train people down the road. But you need to create standard operating procedures, SOPs from the beginning, because it'll make it so much easier when you start hiring on and you have expectations, exactly how people need to be doing things. No, not everything needs to be perfect, but you need at least standards and expectations set so it's consistent across your team. And the last and most important thing when it comes down to A players want to work with A leaders, you have to be hiring the right people as well. You have to hire those A players. You have to know what your values are. You have to know how they're the people you are hiring on are benefiting sales and marketing. You have to know that they align with the values of your company. Test it out. One recommendation uh, someone in the room had said was they hired someone on and said, you have 90 days. Yes, we hear that all the time, especially in corporate. 90 days assessment. No, make it a hard 90 days that if they are not giving you what you need and what you want for the business and in your business, then it's good. you have to be okay and accept that you're going to have to let them go after the 90 days because you don't need to waste more time and more money on them if they are not the right fit for your team. So find those options, find those opportunities. You are the CEO. You are a leader. You are the founder. You are sitting in the cockpit. You are making decisions. You are directing. So find the people to help you with that. And you right now might be the only person doing that. And that's okay. It's okay. I'm doing that myself but you're going to hire more people. So set those systems, set the systems in place to make it easier that when you hire them on, it's not taking you away from everything else you need to do. Maybe for a brief period of time, but should not take you away for a long period of time. And then the last but not least takeaway I had from this past week, and this is the one I was talking about that I pulled from both girlfriends in business and I pulled during my one-on-one and it was limiting beliefs. And two pieces to this. We were asked a question actually at Girlfriends in Business. And for me, when I sat down with Jessica one-on-one and did the dump of my thoughts in my business, that's also where my limiting beliefs came out. And this has been something that I have more and more probably over the past four to five weeks really sat back and sat back and reflected on because I have struggled with this for a very long time. And for me, it's age. One of my most biggest, whatever you want to call limiting beliefs 
is my age and that I am too young to be doing what I'm doing. I am too young to go after my dreams. I'm too young to be an entrepreneur. I'm too young to be in the position I am at my corporate job. I am too young to have managed and led a team. I'm too young to have run a whole boutique hotel. I have been saying those things to myself for so long. And I've known actually they're there because that's where a lot of that fear and the self-doubt comes from. And when I look out at everything I've done and everything I'm doing, a lot of it while I was doing it and currently am doing it, I think I can't do it because I'm too young. For anyone who doesn't know, I am very young. I am 26 years old, almost 27. Crazy to think that actually now because I was getting close to my birthday. Still a few months, but still getting close. But I am 26 years old and I have big ambitious dreams. I am a high achieving woman. I just want to go conquer the world and I am busting at the seams. But I'm also only 26 years old. Why would anyone want to listen to me? Why would they hire me on to run their events? Why would they want me to coach them through or guide them through perfectionism and people-pleasing tendencies? What? Why would someone want me to do that? Those are the words I feed myself a lot of days. And on Saturday, it hit me during Girlfriends of Business. And in the midst of me dumping out all the ideas and thoughts I have on my business, that was one of the key things is I don't know if I can do this. I fear failing. I fear disappointing. But I also fear that I'm just going to doubt myself, that I'm not old enough. It's crazy. What what do you fear? What are, what are your limiting beliefs? What is just holding you back at its core? And no, this is not my only limiting belief, but this is the one that really was apparent because I was one of the youngest people in that room on Saturday. I am young working with a business coach and having a whole day with her that was amazing, but one-on-one really trying to dive into my business and who I am and integrating everything. Who am I to be doing all these things? But ultimately, the answer is no, I'm not too young. I am not inexperienced. I had to work through, and as we were talking about my passion and the purpose of my business and everything I want to do, I realized I'm not inexperienced. I have been planning events with my mom since I was six, seven, eight years old. Yes, very different looking, but I have seen it from start to finish. I was there every moment my mom was planning those events. I was there helping at registration. I was checking people in. I was helping run the event, making sure timing was correct. I saw everything she did with catering. There is so much knowledge that's in my brain on events that I didn't even fully process till recently of the full depth of my knowledge. So yeah, I might be young, but I've also, I know these things and I'm not too young. If this is my passion, this is my dream, this is something I want to go after, then I can do that. So what can you do? What is holding you back that you can say, no, I'm not that anymore. No, I'm not that way. Yeah. Maybe on paper, it looks this way. Okay. Maybe that number, it looks that way. But that's not true. That's not who I truly am. That's not who I really am. And that's not who I want to be. I know I can do this. I know I can make money. I can make six figures. I can make seven figures. I can go after my dreams. I can lose the weight. I can run that race. Whatever it is, remind yourself that you can change the words. You're not going to change the thoughts immediately. I have plenty of other few podcasts I talk about, you know, redirecting and rewiring those thoughts, but you have to also be aware. And that's what I am now. I'm aware that I feel 
deep in my core, I'm too young, but I also know I'm not too young. And I'm going to start proving myself because proving myself will make me proud, will make me excited and will show me even that core piece, show me deep down that I can do it. And I just have to remind myself that I can do it. So what is it for you? Become aware, sit back, think for a moment, realize what is that limiting belief? What is that holding me back? Okay, that's holding you back. But also what are the positives of it? All right, I'm young. Well, because I'm young, I have more time maybe than some other people to really figure out this business and grow it or figure it out, sell it, start another one. I get to learn what other people have already done and been doing, what worked and what didn't work, just like I did at Girlfriends in Business and I heard during that time. Find those positives. Find your positives and remember why you are doing what you're doing. Because that limiting belief is going to repeat in your head over and over and over again and sit at the core until you start showing yourself and proving to yourself that you can do it, that there's a reason behind it. There's a why behind it. There are positives behind whatever that belief is. For me, I've thought about it. I'm honest. I'm authentic. I am knowledgeable. And I desire to really collaborate with women entrepreneurs to put on their events. I'm ready to be that event strategist for you. I'm ready to partner with you to collaborate, to truly be ourselves, sitting down, planning out a wonderful, fantastic event, taking what your vision is and making it happen. What is your limiting belief? Who have you hired? Are they your baggage? Do you have a love brand? Do you love yourself? Some difficult, difficult questions to ask that really make you turn inwards. That's why I put myself in these rooms. That's why I did Girlfriends of Business. That's why I did my one-on-one VIP date. That's why I went to Powerhouse One. That's why I went to Hire Self Gala. That's why I have basically every month for the next three, four months, an event. Because I put myself in those rooms and I second guess myself. I'm too young. I shouldn't be there. Why am I there? Everyone else is making way more money than me. They're making six figures. They're making seven figures. They have a business. They might be selling their business whatever it is, you're building their second, third, fourth business. Why am I in that room? But I'm there because I get to learn. I get to gain more knowledge. I get to put myself in an uncomfortable position and I get to prove to myself that yes, I am young, but that is not stopping me from doing what I want to do and going after my dreams. So what are you telling yourself that's not putting you in the room? What are you telling yourself? And you're not becoming uncomfortable. You're not creating discomfort in you. You're not pushing past those fears and those beliefs. It is one of the hardest things. It is not easy, but in the end, it is worth it. Because for me, I wouldn't be sitting here doing this podcast if I believed and acted on all of those things. Because now I get to do the fun stuff. Now I get to dive into my own business. I get to offer you what you need and what you want. And if it's not you, then hopefully I'm helping your friend your coworker, someone out there in your network, maybe I can help. I love what I'm going to get to do. I love what I'm creating. And I just have to remind myself why I'm doing that. Because I'm passionate, because I have a purpose in my business, because I get to make an impact and I get to see transformations happen. And all of that ties into that I get to serve, serve through my business, 
but also because my business, I get to serve other people, volunteer with my time, my money, whatever it is. It all ties into those values and emotions that I'm trying to create. It ties into my core values personally. And that's what I'm wanting to do. And that's what excites me. And that's where the fun comes into my business. So I hope you get to see that. I hope you hear my enthusiasm. You hear my honesty, authenticity inside because that's what I'm trying to share with you all. That's what I want to evoke for you and inspire you and motivate you to be your true and authentic self and to fight against those limiting beliefs and prove to yourself and make yourself proud that you can do those things. So before I finish, I just want to remind you guys, there's a lot of fun things happening because obviously I have a lot of ideas and I'm really working on my personal business, but I am an event strategist and I want to be your partner and collaborate with you and what you do. There's a lot of fun things coming over the next few months, but right now, if you are someone who hosts an event, if you are a women entrepreneur and you host an event yourself, please reach out to me. I would love to just chat, schedule one-on-one time with me. I have the link down in the show notes, but schedule some time for us to talk. I'd love to hear about your event. What are your pain points? I'd love to see if there's some way that we can support one another. Can I help you? Is there maybe somewhere in your event or in your business that maybe we can try to mesh and flow and create that good foundation for you? That's what I'm here for. I am here because I want to make an impact. I want to see these transformations happen. I want to serve you. So that is me at my core. It is what I'm learning. It's what I've learned a lot this past week. And by putting myself in these rooms and with these people, and now it's your turn. You get to figure it out. I can help you figure that out if you want it to schedule some time. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you have a wonderful weekend if you're listening to this on Friday. If not, enjoy your week. Enjoy the days to come. Be proud. Be excited. Find your why and just go after it. And I'll be here cheering you on. Thank you for joining me today as we continue our journey of self-discovery and empowerment. If you have found value in our conversations and stories, we would love to hear from you. Please take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform and or share on your social media. Together, we can create a supportive community that embraces imperfection and is learning what makes us truly impactful. So until our next episode, keep celebrating your imperfections and cultivating self-acceptance. I believe in you. Until next time.